After Buzzers. Thank you so much for tuning into our finale Unreal After Show here at After Buzz TV. Tonight, we are going to be breaking down Season 2, Episode 10, titled Friendly Fire. Tune in because we have a very special guest on the couch that you will definitely not want to miss. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Very appropriate, I think, uh, for this episode and for our special guest. Hello, After Buzzers. Thank you again for tuning into our Unreal After Show. I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. Before we announce our special guest here on the couch, my ladies for the finale, tell us again who you are and where we can find you online. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. Hello everyone, I am Abby Vega. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And I'm Lucretia Lyons, so you guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And if you guys follow us, you do know who our guest is, of course, Mr. <laughs> Michael Brady. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Coleman. Coleman. What? Coleman. Don't, don't make that face. What's that face for? <laughs> Worried about you. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Thank you, I appreciate that. Well, kind of. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you really? Okay, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, let's I did get tweet into it. Col- Coleman sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been a fan. So, if you were to hear kind of our conversations this whole season about <laughs> Coleman, you'd mm-hmm. be very interested because you know Renee the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. said he's bad news. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Because really? and look. You were bad news. Look at that. <laughs> Good. Okay. And All I right. said you were the hot kind of crazy until you had sex with hot Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah. I'll take it. That's yeah. good. And then last week, I was still kind of thinking that you might be good. Yeah. yeah. And so oh. we were like, I don't know, guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that bad. We're like, yeah. Abby. I, I try to see the best in people. <laughs> and Abby, I, I, I've always loved that about you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I agree. Um, it's... <laughs> It was hard to not like you at the beginning, even Great. though it's, you know, you knew that you were on the show for a reason to probably, like, tear Quinn and Rachel apart, which you did, and then they got back together, and then you might have died, so I wouldn't <laughs> get in between those two again, you know? Yeah, bad news. Lesson learned there, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what has this experience been like for you? Because you're a new character on the show, but you also aren't one of the contestants that's kind of in and out, you know, throughout the season. Yeah. Um, which made it especially fun because all of my... I, I just... I, I was with Shiri and with Constance for so much of my work on the show, which was really, really um, tremendous to have the bulk of my work with them, um, going toe-to-toe with Constance and Shiri. Wow. I read an article that, like, your first day you, like, walked in and were, like, kind of starstruck or something, you right? Guys, Did it you? was I feel like I so surreal. Yeah. <laughs> Season one blew me away. And then first day on set, first scene up, the whole bullpen mm-hmm. and me. And there's Quinn and there's Rachel and there's <laughs> Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Like, what but what put me over the edge was Madison because everyone had to <laughs> introduce themselves in, in character in the scene. And then Madison came up. I am. <laughs> I can't hear a word you say, and I love you. Oh, Madison, Madison. Yeah, we oh, we're rolling. Her. What's this? We're shooting. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was awfully distracting. 
but exciting. I geeked out. Yep. She's hilarious. Yeah, we she, had her here last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, spectacular. Yeah. Um, did she tell you how her originally she had like. She was essentially an extra. Yeah. With one mm-hmm. line. Okay. Tremendous. That's awesome. Because we yeah. love her. She's one of our favorite characters She's this season. So, so. To go from a one line extra to a, mm-hmm. almost an archetype. I know. Tremendous. It's great. Crazy. Yeah. So let's get into this episode a little bit. A let's lo- talk. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> I loved it, first of all. First and foremost, totally obsessed with it. I think you guys felt the same way, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It was everything I wanted to be and more. I, I was, really liked it. I was saying, because you know how we have a group text and I watched it after all you. So I get these texts just saying, it's crazy. It's so crazy. I'm like, I haven't watched yet. So the whole time though, I was watching kind of anxious and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, there's only 10 minutes left. It's coming. It's coming. Something big's coming. <laughs> then all of a sudden there's only four minutes left. So then I brace myself because I go, it really has to be coming now. <laughs> and then it happened. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. So, for the great. tone to switch so much from everything just happening so quickly to this episode kind of drawing it out longer, that almost made the end. And Tissa patient more. <laughs> That's a Rocky a, Horror thing. Su- yeah. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> so when you came into the show, I guess one of my biggest questions, though, is did you know where your character was going, like, from first episode to episode 10, that you might die or that you were going to be turned into this villainous character? I truly oh. had no idea. I knew I was... At the very start, I knew I was there. I knew I was a nice guy. They said, Coleman's he's just a really nice guy. He comes from good stock, well-educated. He's a good guy, though. Okay. Okay, great. But... The, <laughs> But in the same breath, they said, oh, Coleman, though. Oh, Coleman. I said, well, what does that mean? They said, oh, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> but I'm a nice guy? Yeah, you're a nice guy. Okay. Okay. And then a few a few episodes in, I'm like, okay, guys, I'm definitely here to d- drive a wedge between Constance and between Quinn and Rachel, right? Yes. that Yes. You're here. It's a love triangle this season. And it's, it's, it's between you three. Okay. Okay. But I'm a good guy? Yeah, you're a good guy. You're, you're a good guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And a couple more episodes later, everyone's coming up to me on set going, Coleman's a dick, man. You're a dick. And I'm so deeply rooted in his goodness now that I was really taken aback by it. And I wasn't I wasn't living in the world of, that's right, he's a dick. It's, a, it's so fun. No, I was still, no, he's not. No, 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 no. Um, and by the end, shooting that scene with Shiri that was in the episode last night oh. where it's like, Oh, my gosh. I win. We were both... We had a lot going on that day just in our personal lives. She had a lot going on. I had a lot going on. And so we weren't talking a lot like we normally do. And so we went in to do that scene, and I felt so horrible. When I got off stage and they called cut, (laughs) she was... was She's always spectacular, so it was really, you know, hitting her, and (laughs) I just felt... Oh, I felt so bad with the whole mic drop. I mean, <laughs> oh. It wasn't a little bit fun? <clears throat> no, it was. It was. It was when he said cut, and I was like, back to me again. And she was still, like, kind of wounded. But, oh, God. Oh. It was a great scene, though. Ooh, that was a That's fun intense. It was a good one. It was very mm. intense. And to me, it, it does seem like you played Coleman like he was sort of like how people write villains as the hero of his own story. Like you said, you're playing him as a good guy. And I feel like even until the end, he thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah you're going to yeah. have to convince yeah. me otherwise, actually. Yeah. No, I agree with that, yeah. too. 
Yeah, I do too because I think it's interesting the writers told you that because I think that Coleman legitimately mm-hmm. thinks that up until he slept with Hot Rachel, like that's just where it all like went mm-hmm. awry. Up until then, I really feel like he felt what he was doing was helping Rachel. Mm-hmm. And that he really cared about her. But he was just as crazy, if not crazier, I think, than she was at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. As crazy as Rachel? Yeah. <laughs> really? In a sociopathic internal way. Like, he was creating, you know, all of these situations that he was convincing himself were good and were going to be okay. It takes it a little far. It threw me for a loop yeah. when I found out his documentary was a fake. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? I know. Never saw Man that coming. coming. Can't trust him. Can't trust Can't tr- Yeah. I mean, he's an opportunist at the end hmm. of the day. I think he knows yeah. an, a good opportunity when he sees one. I do think he did care for Rachel. Um, I do think he tried to be- – I, 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 th- I think he tried to throw her a life a life raft and say th- it doesn't have to go down this way. This, this was really messed up. It, it, it can be her or us here. It doesn't have to be us. We can do this. And then she – you know, her allegiance to Quinn, of course. And so she chose Quinn and um, – I think I th- I think what I think he thought what they had was kind of um, rooted in something real, and so that stung a lot, and so he just started driving driving stakes into everything. After yeah, that. I thought he cared for Rachel too. I said that last week. Um, I was like, I think the feelings there are real. <laughs> Renee's got a face. No, <laughs> Renee did not think so no. at all. Cared about her to an extent, and like when I say that, I mean take that with a grain of salt, because. When she got right out of re, um, the uh, facility, yeah, the facility, yeah. wherever she was, but she was all drugged up, and the first thing Coleman does sits her on a couch while she's all drugged up and tapes her, admitting all of these things that could get her arrested. That's not what you do to someone you care about. If you really wanted to work together, you would have waited until she was not all drugged up on whatever she was on and talked to her, had a real adult conversation. You took advantage she's, of the situation. She's mad at you. Sorry, Michael. I apologize. Okay, we're back. Sorry. But I feel like definitely took advantage of the situation with Rachel. Yeah. And also with a hot Rachel? Like, What? That was not what you do when you care about someone at all. He's yeah. upset. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, okay. Well, let me ask you: Do you think how, how invested was Rachel in Coleman? I I think she's delusional and needs to be alone for a long time. Thank you. She yes, thought, agreed. She thought she was in love or whatever because she gets a little crazy and like a super. She sees this fairy tale ending is somewhere deep down there because she she all of a sudden like only focuses on Coleman. Sure. It got to that point. Yeah. However, we know she's a psycho. Like she's a psycho, she's a sociopath. It was never gonna work out. However, like you're the you pursued her as well. well Coleman, I'm sorry, I'm not directing <laughs> It's okay. No, I, let it all I, out. I, I, I make the distinction inside. So you throw it at me and then I'll I'll cut it up inside. It's okay. But your character like pursued her. Also, like it wasn't mm-hmm. like she was just pursuing you and then eventually you gave in. You were pursuing someone who was a psychopath. Yeah, didn't quite know she was a psychopath in the beginning. But sociopath, yeah. I think that's what sociopath. you call her at least. Right? I was using your nomenclature. That's all I was just <laughs> repeating. Um, yeah, I think I think I think um, he found himself in this world. He needed to um, strike alliances early on and so he Quinn was clearly not going to be that person. Chet's a buffoon. <laughs> Rachel's beautiful and cool and fun, and uh, we have similar um, interests career-wise. So the obvious 
um, alliance to strike up, and there was a little bit of flirty flirty, and <laughs> what do you do with a little bit of flirty flirty? That builds, history. right? And the exactly. rest is history. Eventually it ends in death. And we're in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And as I say, it's just always been a Dobbler versus Dahmer effect, and for those of you who don't watch How I Met Your Mother, that's Lloyd Dobbler, John uh, Cusack's uh, character in Say Anything, where he's crazy, he puts a boombox outside of a girl's window, or say Jeffrey Dahmer, who cut up people, uh, you know, and I won't explain the rest. But yeah, and it's really just about how it's received as the crazy with Rachel and Coleman. There's a little bit of insanity with both, but then for a while we thought Coleman's crazy was sweet, and then it turned deadly. <laughs> okay, I want to shift yeah. the pers- I want to shift the perspective wheel a little yeah. bit here, and let's remember global the, yeah. the world of everlasting we're talking about, uh-huh. and who we're ro- the people we're rooting for aren't. Okay. They're awful. They're awful oh, yeah. people. They're awful. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to remind. I just yeah. wanted to. This is a dystopia yeah. that we're living in, uh, which is everlasting. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've committed to this dystopia. We are yeah. we're rooting for these sure. people. We yeah. love yeah. their kind of crazy. Team Quinn. Team for Quinn. A reason. Yeah. Team Quinn. Team Rachel. And then Money Dick Power guys. Yeah. Again, it's thank the you. Mantra. Yeah. Isn't it kind of crazy unreal. though how the show does get you to like be obsessed and like rooting for these? Terrible. It's, it's genius. Yeah. It's genius, yeah. and it's a huge. Um, it's genius. Quinn and or, or just Constance and Sherry. The way, the the way that the fact that you can root for them after the things they do. Yeah, it's like, spectacular. Because your character clearly did not do anything even remotely as bad. No, oh, he no. actually no. didn't do anything bad except for to the bad person. So that's why we but don't like him. Exactly. <laughs> that that was the exactly. Yeah. But thank okay. you for articulating okay. it much better than I did. <laughs> We could debate about this forever. And we will. So let's go. <laughs> well, listen, all I have to say is that I'm glad that we could get some of our feelings out to you, you know, before we really... Start. At me. It was really yeah, like a session, I think. Right. Right. I'm for, for Renee. Moment. She's oh, going man. to see her therapist tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> me too after that. <laughs> okay, well, so Coleman, you know, security gets called on him. I love the beginning scene with Rachel when he's like, hey, babe. And then it's like, boom, 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 boom. Take all your stuff. Bye. And then Quinn says what you reiterate at the end for a callback. You I know, win. I win. Oh, I, I wanted to slap her when she said that. But it was great. It was great. That was such a great moment. Yeah. I knew it was going to come back, too, because I was like, oh, Quinn, don't get so cocky. Don't say that. It's like you're jinxing it. Yeah. And then, you know. It's the first scene, Quinn. Don't say <laughs> yeah. it yet. Don't say it yet. I know. Love that line, though. It was you know, it was a crazy ride with all of you, and then Jay really shined this episode. Oh yeah, thought. he's been so yeah. good he's the whole season. Yeah. he's been aces this season. He's been My the moral gosh. compass. That character, he's the only I swear like good person in the show. It's but he's like, still there, which yeah. is the, yeah, the, the that there. dark area. Mm-hmm. Why are you true. here? That is true. Walk yeah, away. He did watch Ruby and Darius have sex? That's a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. He's doing it for the money. Yes. Yeah. He is, but then I But guess, he got his happy ending. Well, yeah. when he realizes that he has to split the money with Madison, he's like, you know, screw this. Like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna do what I think is right, because he is really the only African-American person that's part of the production of it, and he feels as though he has this responsibility, kind mm-hmm. of. And yes, what they put Darius through? Awful. For Darius. Oh, my gosh. But, but we, yeah. we did call Darius was gonna be a good guy. He was... Compared to Adam last season. Yeah. And yeah. he, he kind of stuck with that the whole 
season. Yeah, to me, Darius didn't do anything to compromise himself at Mm -hmm. all. Like, you know, because even when he did a little bit of questionable things, he was questioning it. Yeah. 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 Darius is a good guy. And I'm happy he, like, got his happy ending. I did not think that they would bring Ruby back for a happy ending like that. Because of what the show is. I mean, the show, like, one bad thing happens after another. So, like, they're not going to end it with, like, a romantic... Like, coupling of these characters we love together from the beginning. And isn't it sad that I'm the one that predicted the happy ending, considering how dark I am? Wow. Wow. (laughs) You guys, can you... Because I texted you immediately after. You know when you have a weird dream, and then you wake up, and you're like, I just need to, like, talk to somebody about this, because it was kind of upsetting? Well, I had a dream about the Unreal finale, and I was, like, in it. I was there, and, and, like, kind of I love you guys. (laughs) We're crazy. I was kind of this, you know, character that was, like, a fly on the wall and what happened in my dream was that Darius left both the girls at the altar and then they called Ruby for her to come and like for them to get back together and they were going to have a coffee a reuniting coffee and they were going to tape it then on the way Ruby gets bitten by a killer dog and only has one We're day the to dream live. Now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. For a second, I forgot. I was like, this is a great version. Yeah, no, then she just has one day to live. And um, <laughs> this is the alternate ending. Yeah, it's like a specific yeah. kind we shot of dog this. that bites you that it's like, oh, you're going to die tomorrow. And That'd uh, be rough. Yeah, no be hard. So instead of breaking Darius's heart, she's just like, I'm not into you. And this is just for publicity. And then he was sad. And then she like went off and died. And I woke up, and I was pretty disturbed by the whole thing. <laughs> We're here for you. Yeah. We're here. That, none of that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I did love how um, how she said, no, I'm not going to yeah. marry you. Yeah. yeah. So realistic. Uh, me too. It was great. It makes sense. Because that's, like, the biggest thing, too, on, like, these dating shows. When they're, in, like, proposing at the end, it's like, okay. Stop. Yeah. Like, stop. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. So I thought that was really good that they put that spin on it. Like, no, oh. like, I love you. Yes, I love you, and I want to be with you, but... We're not getting engaged right now. We've known each other eight weeks. So I thought that was... I like how they did that. Me too. Yeah. It would have been too, like, cliche if she was like, yes. It was more of a realistic happy ending. And to me, that wouldn't have been in her character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I also thought... I was like, come on, Darius, man. Like, you know her. You should kind of know her. You're in love with her. You think... She doesn't want you to get on one knee and gnash from the I think he was in the moment. He was in the moment. Mm -hmm. I know. He's I felt the pressure since, like, it was set up as a wedding. Yeah. 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 Marry someone. Yeah. He definitely felt the pressure. Uh, he was very, very anxious throughout the entire thing. And we had Danae Benton Skype from New York a couple weeks, and we were like, come on, are you going to be back for the finale, maybe? Are you going to save the day? What'd she say? She was just like, oh. she honestly, I thought, I was like, damn it, Ruby's not coming back. She was like, I don't know. like, eh. She was very good at her poker well face. Done, mm-hmm. Via well Skype. done, Danae. We love her. We love her. Yes, I am a huge fan of hers as well. Let's talk a little bit about this queen. Quinn and Chet and Tiffany. Ugh. Weird. Yeah, how uncomfortable <laughs> is that? Oh my gosh, I love it. I love Quinn's reaction too. Like, oh, you're sleeping with her? She goes, Red, she's so smart. I love mm. how smart these ladies are. They're so manipulative and so yeah. smart. And I love that we don't have to like sit as an audience like oh my god they don't know something oh, yeah. they always know everything and I love that they figure it out immediately and then she she tricks <laughs> Tiffany I love this scene where she's talking to Tiffany and Chantal being like and he's going to he chose you and they're like mm-hmm. oh my god such a good Quinn episode yeah and I like how too with that like 
she got this information about Chet and Tiffany, and I like how they always have a way of so calmly and, like, discreetly putting it in a conversation to tell the person that they know. It's, like, almost uncom- so uncomfortable yeah. for the other person because they don't say it right away. It's, like, they have a little conversation, all happy, and then they're, like, oh, and by the way, like, I know <laughs> this is happening. And then the person's, like, what? So I love the way that they always so do that. That's great. Yeah, Quinn is just amazing at playing people. You know, she is a true boss ass bitch, and I just love how she was. She was like, "Oh wait, I can't wait to use this." Yeah. Not, I'm hurt. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, they're all chess yeah. pieces for her. She oh, just has always. all of these chess pieces that she plays. I mean, it was the same way with Rachel when she found out about Coleman and Hot Rachel. Their first thing is, "Oh, I'm just going to go completely mess with these girls now <laughs> because I can and I I'm can figure out life exactly." <laughs> That's cool. It's I'll not just... even their first emotion isn't even to be sad or upset about it. It's oh. I'm gonna go yeah. mess with them. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. It's like messed <laughs> up, but also awesome. herself on national television. Then it's yeah. like even. Oh. Yeah. And last sh- week for our opening song, uh, we played "Let It Go." You know, from Frozen. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because sure. we thought uh, you know, she let uh, it go. Uh, how <laughs> disturbing was that? How so disturbing. Sad. But okay, just to touch on Hot Rachel very quickly. Um, okay, do I think she deserved to potentially die? No. But I wasn't super sad to see her poop her pants on national television. I didn't feel that bad. I thought that was the greatest thing ever, especially because how much Quinn loved it. Like, Quinn was so You guys, that was one of the funniest scenes I've ever shot in my career, was was Quinn in that uh, bullpen getting that news. Because I had to walk in and I see what's going on, sorry. Um, And, uh, oh my, the entire crew, cameraman, boomer, she was... (laughs) <laughs> belly gut laughing the entire for 35 minutes straight that, that every was... time and it was so oh funny especially when she even exits there and it's like see he's and, laughing yeah. I'm not the only one that thinks this oh, is so I funny thought, I, <laughs> it was so funny it just kept going on and on and yeah. we were talking that about that last week with Genevieve how she just her laugh is so mm-hmm. infectious and contagious like when she when she was laughing I was like by myself just cracking oh, up same. because she just wouldn't stop you think she's gonna stop and then it's a big <laughs> like a breath yeah. to get more out it was yeah. so funny Oh, I'll yeah. never forget looking up at our camera, and they're all because you know we just roll and roll and roll, and Peter, director, just keep going, constantly say this, say that, and I mean to to, it's really hard to do a you know to get in that place of laugh, of oh, yeah. genuine laughter, and sh- she had the entire soundstage cracking up at this manufactured laugh. At oh wow, yeah, that was uh, that it was, was one an of my amazing Yeah, it was a great, it was great. Real quick though, back to Quibble, back to Quinn and Chet. What are we thinking? Did Chet give Tiffany this inklet specifically so yes. Quinn would see it on the monitors yes. to make her jealous? Oh, I think he did. I think so. Once he knew John Booth was out of her life, he's yeah. like, "Oh, I can get back in it." Because Chet is adorable. I'm sorry. I, I love want. Him. I am all for <laughs> Chet and Quinn. I love Chet and Quinn. Really? Because they're so depressing to me. That that was a couple. It's just like yeah. I think it's such a toxic uh, relationship. Well, it is, but like every relationship on the show is pretty toxic. Oh, for sure. But I don't know. I don't know if Chet did put the anklet on her just so she would get jealous. I don't know. I don't think. Well, one, I don't think he's like smart enough to think that through. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And two, I think like (laughs) Tiffany's. So hot and like gorgeous, like he's like, oh my god, I can get you. So he's giving her the ankle. He's pulling all his moves. Well, his one move, exactly. and then I think Quinn's like, you're such a loser. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's your one move. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't. I hope they don't get back together because I uh, love Quinn. I love Chet as a like them separately. I just I want her to find someone that makes her happy. Yeah, yeah. Him as a character is, is very entertaining and great. Oh, see, mm-hmm. I yeah. I love him. And I do want them to get back together. But the way that it happened this episode, she's like, I either am gonna like kill myself or be with you, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like I don't want to be with you. And you don't want. I don't want her to be with him in that way. I want her to realize that he's changed and. He's on her side. Yeah, I agree that I feel like... I don't even feel like they got back together. It was just sort of like their family unit got back together. And, you know, sort of in that ending scene we'll talk about later. But, yeah, to me, when Quinn has the feelings when Ruby comes in and then he's just there, I was like... This made my heart grow three sizes that day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. Agreed. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a little little kiss there. I don't know why. I, I just want like, thought kiss. I was going to. Oh, that's that's very um, you know, like positively. <laughs> positively yeah. thinking Coleman was good. Uh, it's a little like delusional. I'm too optimistic. <laughs> it was really sweet and tender though. That yeah. was a very... It was. Yeah. I love seeing Quinn like that because you don't see that that often and we saw it again when she was telling Rachel how perfect she was. Oh my gosh, that scene killed oh, me. I oh, almost that was the most romantic it. scene um, of the right, season. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That was, was a pretty great. special scene. So and as I say, the real romances between Rachel and Quinn. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't ever want to get in between those ladies. You know? Yeah. Even They're if it crazy. seems appealing at the time, like, don't do it. Wow. You could die. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> you could die. A fella could get killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, romance, I want to talk about some bromance, potentially. With, talk to me. Yeah. Well, first of all, with uh, Coleman and Jeremy, but I mean, you and Josh Kelly, really. Like, he told us you guys are BFFs. He told you that? Yeah. <laughs> Did he he really? told us, like, he love just him. loves you. Yeah. Yeah, he said the same thing thing uh so this episode and i loved that video you posted on twitter yes. just like oh, you've yeah. waited forever to post it. <laughs> I, I loved that too yeah what was first of all what was in josh's mouth i just want to i think he had some grass it was the, the, the that that uh mansion is in the middle of a i don't know 20 acres and so he just, the, the grass goes really long <laughs> josh like grew a beard we interviewed him last season <laughs> yeah he grew a beard and then like turned into a lumberjack he came here and he was like Arr. and i was like whoa josh like hey so you know i love him i think he's amazing yeah. Yeah. and it was just funny now his beard is off and i'm like interested how he's going to be i only knew him with the beard and so he <laughs> shaved it and it was like you know a kid when his dad shaves off his beard like i don't like it's terrifying i don't know who he, i didn't know who he was i didn't know this is my friend in there I had to, like, get to know him all over again. <laughs> Different person. What was, uh, you know, how did you guys become friends on set? Do you have any fun stories with each other? Immediately, our very first, um, our very first hangout was a dinner with Shiri, Constance, um, um, BJ, myself, and Josh, and, and some of the producers. And when Josh walked in, I stood up and I said, dude, huge fan of season one as I'm sure you're hearing a lot of but I'm also just fascinated by you as a person because you served in the armed forces and now you're an actor in Hollywood and that just seems so incongruous and I'm so fascinated by that and I cannot wait um, to get to know you more can't wait to be and your so friend. And we so were, we were just faster. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I think I said that. I just want to be your friend. I think I said that. I certainly said that to Freddie because him, he and Freddie are really good buds still. And so he would always FaceTime with Freddie. We had table reads or hanging out. 
And I'm kind of my wife and I. We both have a crush on Freddie. <laughs> so I'm, I'm Freddie. Uh, I can't wait to meet you. Is this a secret hot guys club? Because I saw an article the other day that you're also friends with Justin Hartley, and um, that you gave him the script for This Is Us that is hurting my young and the restless. Wait, who told you this? Who told you this? <laughs> Justin said it in an interview with Michael Fairman. <laughs> I love. Yes, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, we're just talking about good yeah. people is what we're talking about. Justin Hartley. Mm. It, Good, good guy, Josh right. Kelly, great guy. But yes, that was. Don't uh, take Adam from me. <laughs> I won't. No, oh no, oh, no. Freddie, yeah. Freddie Stroma. Oh, tremendous I mean Adam guy. Newman, who just oh, Adam, plays Adam from the, the yeah. No, no, no. Wait till you and, wait yeah. till you see. See, Josh, this is us, uh, <laughs> Justin. In this, oh my gosh, no. it's ever. It's. I hear it's just amazing, but <laughs> for just, him though, this part he yeah. gets to be hot. He gets to be funny. He gets to be. He gets to do <laughs> yeah, it all. Unreal, guys. Unreal. Well, let's also talk about how the relationship between Jeremy and Coleman developed very quickly. I love how he found him at the bar, drunk, and, you know, I Jeremy was so glad he was back. It's like the douchebag yeah. bar, seriously, is down the street. That's I loved that line. Yeah. But if you want a drink, there's a douchebag bar <laughs> down the street. <laughs> <laughs> like, Josh, that's such a hard time. It's like, really, do I... Can I? Yeah, say that. so he, we shot a bunch of different ones. Oh, that's <laughs> that was the one that we used. <laughs> See, like, I can tell that there's so much that doesn't go on the air. Oh, you! Oh my gosh. And I just want to be a fly on the wall. I want to see it all. I want it to be a lot. Like, I wish they could have maybe a web part of the website or something that they could just, like, Outtakes. show us some stuff. That would be... It's a great idea. Yeah. Because there's gold there. There is so much gold. We actually thought this season was going to be funnier even more funny than it actually is just because of what um, we were i mean maybe that's just the way it works on set we just crack each other up and have fun and have a blast and the nature of this show there's lots of improv opportunities i'm so you know we just try and make each other laugh and have fun and make be silly and so we're like wow this this season we i guess we were just drinking our own kool-aid this season's gonna be really it's gonna be really this is really funny we're funny we're funny we're, aren't we yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> happy <laughs> So yeah, so I'm just stupid. never mind. I'm just dumb. I can only imagine like the like in the control room, like all those lines, because that's when Quinn always says the most ridiculous things while they're watching the footage. And so I can only imagine there's so many funny. And they just let her go. Yeah. We just roll on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's those oh my gosh, those scenes are great. <laughs> so is she just riffing a lot of the time? All the yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with that stuff when she's watching the mm-hmm. monitors, going, guys, come on, and then, like, so, like a dry being... wind blowing through yeah. my vagina. Yeah. Yes, that stuff. The jerking herself <laughs> off too. Yeah. Yes, I mean, she her. just goes and goes and goes. Sometimes um, our directors will holler, you know, say this. And she, I mean, she's game for any. She's game for anything. She's awesome. Yeah, I mean, she said that so Sid's funny. line. I was like, ooh, that was dark, but so dark it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 She said, um, she always says that the very first episode of the first season, she watched that. She, she doesn't normally, you know, religiously watch to see how people are going to react, but that one she needed to know how people are going to react because she was terrified because this character is just awful, awful. and says horrible, <laughs> horrible things and people are going to hate me. Um, so she really tuned into the response and was floored that people were eating it up. Yeah, it's like sometimes it's, you hear something and you're like, oh, they really just say that. 
but it is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's I, like, laugh I shouldn't be laughing at this, but I am. Yeah. But, but. I, okay, I don't mean to sound like a crazy feminist here, but as we know, there's lots of fun male characters on TV, like Ari Gold from Entourage, oh. which of course Quinn was, or <laughs> Constance was his counterpart kind of on that show as far as like the male Ari Gold. But I mean, do you think Jeremy Piven ever, ever was like, oh, is this too much? Like, people are going to, no, people aren't going to hate him. He was hilarious. He's a guy. He's like a douchey, kind of funny. That's one of the best characters yeah. of yeah. all time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they're paving the way, these women, to be more open, you know, for people to kind of accept women for just not always being nice and pretty. Absolutely. I think they're, I think they're definitely breaking out of the, the, um, those kind of chains for sure, because, not chains, I, I just feel like, yes, they're bringing a honest, like, they're just being human. Why yeah. do they have to be contained in this little box of leading ladies and yeah. you go, you, you're with me. You're all with me. Absolutely. We are so with you on that one. Yeah, we're female Money, comedians. Dick power, guys. So, yeah. Money, Money, dick power. Money, dick power. I think a little yeah. misguided, I will say. I don't think it served them very well, that <laughs> no, mantra. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just like in Scarface. I mean, and that was, a, to me, it's just like, okay, Scarface said this line basically replacing dick with pussy, luckily, but, you know, it's just... Why can't women say that? Why can't women totally. take Scarface? Totally. I mean, you know, and that's to me is like this show is like women being like the Wolf of Wall Street. These characters that men have always been able to play. But this is the first time we get to see two powerhouse women do it and do it well. And, and I we think, love them for yeah. it. And I think mm-hmm. Madison's kind of getting up there mm-hmm. with them, too. I, oh, I yeah. think that she's going to grow so much more, too. She, made, she had like a really funny line when they were talking about all like messing up the wedding and stuff mm. and Quinn's saying all this stuff and she's seems like so upset and then all of a sudden she goes oh she has a dying grandma like I can do that <laughs> she, like, she has these moments where she I she's like this is so bad and you think that she might be questioning it and all of a sudden she like gets all excited and is like oh I, I can be a part of this <laughs> and so I think she's gonna start being up with those two soon. Oh, yeah. She's Absolutely. got the crazy eyes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. She sure does. Uh, so, Jeremy, though, comes on Team Coleman. Yeah. And for, for a second. For a second. <laughs> and Hot Rachel is in the room, and they sneak on because, you know, Coleman, like, people still know him and think he's a showrunner. And uh, then Jeremy gets some information that disturbs him about Rachel. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing acting acting on Josh Kelly's part because you could really tell, even with the beard and, like, all the hair on his face, that, like, he, <laughs> you know, was really surprised by the information about her rape when she was a child. And uh, his, I think his aware, his... Radar really went up, though, when, when she said, yeah, Rachel asked me to be uh, go live on the show tonight. And he was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's she like, oh. <laughs> he knows her. He yeah. knows she doesn't do nothing is a coincidence. It's all on purpose, and so that that got him. That sent his radar up, and then collecting all this information. Yeah, she was right. Yeah. He knew she was in full. Full mode. Yeah. Full Rachel, Full Rachel mode. mode. Exactly. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah, to me, I love the look on his face because it was like Jeremy finally understood Rachel in that moment is how mm-hmm. I felt it. And then he was like, oh, no, you know, she does these things for a reason. And so then he wanted to help her because he's been in love with this woman for a while. I mean, hasn't always showed it, but. <laughs> that You yeah. can see the history on his face. Mm-hmm. In, that, in that scene, you could really see that history yeah. that they had together on his face. And yeah. as though the dots yeah. are connecting, all of these dots that have been, like, in his brain, like, oh, they don't connect, I'm so confused by her, but then all of a sudden it all clicked. Yeah. And I think he's been feeling a ton of guilt 
obviously. And I read a really interesting uh, article. Uh, Sarah Gertrude Shapiro was being interviewed, and she talked about how that scene when he hit beat her up, basically, she wanted it to be, like, who was wrong and who was right. Even if, you know, it's never okay for a man to raise his hand to a right. woman, it's still like, was that an accident? What was that? Because Jeremy right. has never been portrayed as this kind of guy. And it's and I was so sad to see him be... It, I'm like, oh, he's going to be shunned forever. He's never going to be able to come back from that. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that a little bit before we came in here. We were saying, so, like, are you supposed to think that he's a good guy or a bad guy? Like, are you supposed to forgive him because of him coming back and helping them? It's it's a weird thing. And then I kind of took it as, I think that you're supposed to, like, forgive him yeah. in a sense because that's just, like, their messed up crazy family and all of them do messed up <laughs> things all the time. It's and, kind of like a cat yeah. bringing, like, a dead mouse to the door, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's like a present. Yeah, a, t- I love a fan, you. I don't remember who it was. Someone tweeted or commented and they were like, Unreal is, like, recreating the Manson family. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. uh, you know, kind of... Dysfunction, for sure. Yeah, uh, dysfunction. Remember, murder. too, yeah. when, when Josh was here, he said that Jeremy has this huge redeeming moment, and I just think it's hysterical that his big redeeming moment is, like, killing someone. I know. Like, yeah. that's not a... <laughs> or potentially <laughs> killing someone. That's only redeeming, yeah. like, exactly. two psycho people. to kill yeah. two people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, to me, though, is like, this is why Unreal, like, is more like, say, Breaking Bad or Preacher, these these anti-heroes, basically, because, you know, on those shows, is Walter White a good person? No, but we love him, so we're rooting for him. And in that show, I mean, most people, like, hated the good guys and liked the villains, or just the same thing with Preacher, that whole cast of people, you know, they're kind of awful people, but we like them. And I feel like this is finally the female version of stuff like that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. fan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we had some fun Jeremy Rachel moments, which I found really interesting when he just literally jumped out of a tree. (laughs) And, you know, he had just, like, (laughs) beat her up a few weeks ago. And she was barely, she wasn't scared. She was just like, oh, God, you sad, broken puppy. Like, oh, what are you doing? Like, she was not afraid of him. She never, Shiri never wanted, she never wants Rachel to be a victim, ever. She doesn't, she, that, that's one of her main um, tenets that she holds for Rachel. She will, Rachel is not a victim. She will not be a victim. Um, and so, yeah, that that guides her pretty strongly throughout throughout the season. Yeah, um, she was calm. She's yeah. like, you can't be here. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, and he's not like very like inconspicuous, like with that caveman looking face <laughs> and like jumping out of trees. I'm like, someone's gonna see you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it is true. I think that in a way she might have... Things went really downhill after all that happened and she got, you know, kooky and crazy. Uh, No, not crazy. I'm not going to say that. Sorry. She just, you know, lost it a bit. But I think she may feel bad for Jeremy, too, at the end of the day after all of this. And what I really want to hear all of your opinions on is after she went to Rachel... Or after Rachel went to Quinn... And said, you know, this is um, this is going to be about over. Do you know? And, and Quinn said, no. You were a producer. Produce something. Do something about this. She produced job. And do you think yes. she mm-hmm. produced? Went and produced Jeremy. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I, oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I thought that right when she went into the trailer because she was saying all this stuff, and she knew she knows him. She knows all the right things to say, and that's exactly what I thought. And when she left, I knew that he was going to do something. Oh yeah. You could see it on his face. He's like, I'll 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 fix it. Yeah. Like. Jeremy, and I she, mean, he 
did, yeah. essentially. And she did play the whole, like, no, you can't. There's, you know, there's nothing. She, like, was kind of doing um, reverse psychology on him. Yeah, she's manipulative. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and to me, with Jeremy, even though he wouldn't have thought of that on his own, <laughs> I mean, and it's no offense to Jeremy, but, you know, he's sadly seen as more of a li- at least a bit more moral than them in, in most situations. But, yeah, this was so Rachel just trying to work him, and especially after what he just found out had happened to her when she was younger. He was a bit vulnerable because this is someone he loves, and, you know, I feel that Rachel does love Jeremy, and I, I feel that they'll get back together eventually, but I feel that this will redeem him in her eyes. I think yeah. Jeremy is her, her mm. chat. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, oh, it's I just depressing if they you were when you came in in the season. I was like, oh, that's her chat. You know, they Coleman wanted is her chat. they wanted Coleman they, w- th- during the audition phase of of this and, and my my chemistry reads and everything. What they really really wanted was to feel like this is Rachel's like this is her best op like this is the best option she will ever have. Nice, caring guy, really like great pedigree. Um, Great momentum career-wise. If you if there was a, a a boat to jump on, it's this one. They're gonna ride off into the sunset together, like Quinn's boots. Yeah, exactly. You That's know? what I was yeah. gonna like, say. Like Chet mm-hmm. and Jeremy are equivalent in their like their relationships as like I feel like Coleman and Booth are. Yeah, they could have gone. They could have the potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. yeah. I liked Booth so much. Well, yeah. yeah, more. But he's Mr. Fantastic. Yoan, yeah. <laughs> speaking of man crush. Oh, Yoan. I think you have a crush on everyone yeah. on the show. I, yeah, I do. I do. I do. That's okay. We all do. No. Yeah. It's fine. Oh. It's fine. Well, he, I mean, I kind of did. I wanted him to come out somehow that he was bad. So Quinn's heart wouldn't be. She'd be like, "Oh, it's fine. I mean, I shouldn't have had babies with him anyways. He's a psycho." <laughs> no, no, he seemed he seemed all good. It was all on her. It was all on her. Well, and I actually liked that though because it was Quinn's choice, and that's what she said. She didn't want to be someone's disappointment. Just mm-hmm. get out of her life, and at least it kept her with the power. Just like with you know Rachel and Jeremy to an extent. <laughs> Rachel still wound up with all the power. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's like the opposite yeah. of what your therapist yeah. would ask you to do. They're like, "You should be vulnerable." She's like, "Nope, no vulnerability. I'm not going to fail this guy. Nope, bye." Because this was just sad oh. scene watching her cry as soon as she left and oh. freak out that killed me it's yeah. devastating no. it's yeah. devastating it was very sad and I love being able to because it's you know different situations but Quinn is emoting what's going on in her life onto the show and at the end of the day I think that is what tends to happen but as we said the show has a happy ending everlasting does depends on who I think it no. damn near broke Quinn's heart, mm. though, to see that people actually find well, true yeah. love, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah, as I tweeted She'll at never that have moment. It. Yeah. it was beautiful, and it was kind of funny to see Tiffany and Chantal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. And then they're, they're at the interviews after the wedding, they're like, he played us the whole time. They're so funny together. Mm-hmm. I know, it was, it, they are funny together. I, whoa. I could see them being like co-bachelorettes next season. Yeah, that would be funny because I definitely predict Tiffany will be back in some capacity because they didn't really wrap that up. I think Chantel's so funny. Her character, I think, is hysterical and I'd love to see more of her. Yeah, Yeah. she was the comic relief and you didn't see that, especially when her first thing is, oh, her fiancé died. You're like, this is going to be a sad one. And then she wound up (laughs) getting the ashes all in Darius's face. Dead guy in my mouth. mouth. (laughs) 
Oh, BJ Brits. His I I heard we heard from other guests that a lot of those were just his, you know, one-liners that he was Pump your brakes. Yeah, pump mm-hmm. pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. <laughs> pump your brakes. Another one where the entire field at that point it wasn't a room, it was a field. Everyone's just <laughs> Yeah, that pump was Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. It was my favorite actually. One of my favorite parts of the season. And, yeah, then uh, basically Coleman and uh, Hot Rachel are holding hands, going off into the sunset. Like Thelma and Louise. After I drop the mic with, yeah. after Coleman drops the mic with Rachel. with Rachel, and you said you win. Because what was their plan? What hmm? was their plan? You can't keep... They're, 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 what are you going to do? Kill me? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly right thought there. that, like, that was going to be upset. I was like, and then, like... Yeah, really, we will. Kill me? <laughs> okay, Rachel. <laughs> sure. Then she stabs you. <laughs> yeah. No, she doesn't like yeah. to be messy. She'll have exactly. someone do her work. <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah. Man. And, and he I mean, did. The whole time they showed the car, they just kept going back to the car. And, and those sh- long, lingering shots of cars driving, you just it, they make me uneasy in any show. Oh, yeah. So I just knew... I. I knew something about it's happening. Well, do you want to know what I love? And maybe this is me as a writer, like finding weird things in the story. But from the first episode when you came on, or was it the first episode of the season you came on? Or the second. second, second. Yeah, it was the second. They made a big thing about the car they were giving you. Big thing. Mm-hmm. Huge thing, and it had the everlasting plates. And then even this time, Rachel was like, "The only reason you're keeping that car is because nobody else wants it." It was like the car, the car, the car, and that was throughout the yep. whole season. Yeah, you yeah. were driving it, showing it off, and then that's what could have potentially killed you. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. love how you kept driving it after Jeremy peed on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's car washes yeah. for a reason. I know. <laughs> but I'm like, was the window down? I don't know. <laughs> it is such a silly yeah. gift, though. There were so many improv scenes that Sherry and I did of like I was like, you know what? What if my what if what if I hate this car? What if I think <laughs> what if like I, my family's so wealthy? Like this is the this is what what is this five hundred thousand? This is stupid. <laughs> I want like a. I don't know. I want like a '66 Ferrari. That's like a cla- or an Aston old Aston. That's a classy car. No. I don't want the McLaren. Well, especially because you're supposed to be like this eco guy wanting to do exactly work. like they should. I could feed an entire or, country in Africa yeah. for this. Let me sell this yeah. and exactly, exactly, yes. exactly. But as we did learn, but they this used episode, it as a device. No. They did use it as a device, but we did learn this episode that you are a fraud, are a, a big old like sort of humanitarian fraud. Mm. But maybe you did it for the, the greater purpose of the message that's getting across. Thank you. Just yeah. like Thank everlasting you. That's what I chose to believe. Yes. <laughs> Hero in my own story. Yeah. That's yeah. what I chose to believe. Well, these 10 episodes have been absolutely amazing. Before we wrap up, let's ask a couple questions. No, we're not wrapping. Mm. We're just going to talk about this forever. Yeah. yeah. Dude, this, this is going to all night. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could, honestly. I could go back through the whole first season with you guys. Yeah. 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 Second season is different because I'm in it. But let's oh. talk about the I whole I get a little season. riled up. I can yeah. talk. Oh I my gosh! Hours. I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're gonna be so here for we, a while. We won't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one of my questions, and I know a lot of fans have this question, is a favorite moment on set that you have had this season, whether it be funny or just kind of like an aha moment for you as at for acting. Wow. Um, watching Constance's laugh—that that was pretty spectacular <laughs> because that truly is one of the hardest things to do. Um, and watching Shiri direct. While act while giving a just a dynamo performance that was that was mind blowing. Did you like um, her telling you what to do? I loved it. Yeah. I treated her like yeah. my personal director yeah. the entire <laughs> the entire season. I, I would go up every I mean every ta- every 
every scene, I go, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Any, any, any thoughts? Any ideas? Yeah, try that. Maybe. Okay. I will. Mm-hmm. Great. And she'd do the same yeah. thing with me. What do you think? Should I? Yeah, I don't know. Try that. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I would always go up because she knows the show so yeah. well. She, oh, yeah. This yeah. is their world. And tell me, what do you think? Um, I, 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 yeah, I love her strong opinions on things. All right. What about you guys? What would you say, like, emotionally for you, the scene-wise, was, like, hardest to get into? The hardest scene, I think, to shoot was the interview scene when she's drugged up. We talked at length about that. Producers, director, Shiri, we all had a lot of, there went through a lot of rewrites, a lot of talking about it. Like, what? how How can I, make me believe this. How, how can I, um, Shiri finally just said, dude, just, what if you just go for it? Just go for it like you're not the nice guy. Because at this point, it was still like, am I not, I don't know, am yeah. I? I'm not. I think I'm nice. So why am I doing this? So she was like, "Just try. Just try." When we're like, "You're not. Like, you're just a dick." <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Mm. You did it. So I went for it. And so yeah, but that was that was really really tricky to figure out that scene. And we did a lot of versions of it. Well, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Thanks. We liked it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what was your favorite episode to shoot this season? <sighs> um, I really had fun with with Shiri's episode. For aforementioned um, experience of being able to watch her direct um, and act at the same time and uh, I just think it was a spectacular episode and what she did with it from what, what was on paper to what she created um, I really enjoyed and I loved that, that location down at the farmhouse it was a lot of fun um, gosh there, there were some good ones though Seven was really good too the pullover oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. that was pretty intense Oh, it's really hard. I can't, I can't, that's an impossible, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, impossible question. Next question. If you were running the show, mm. what would you want for Coleman after this if, per se, he does survive the car accident? Wow. I never thought about that. Um, I feel like I would want Coleman to come back guns a-blazing. Um, and just, you know, no pretense at all and just out for just committed to taking these people down. I, that would that would be fun for me, right? That, that would, would be, be. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What 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 do you want for Coleman? I hope he's alive. I hope he has a brain injury. Thanks. <laughs> you hope he has a brain injury. Well, so he's there, but he doesn't talk. <laughs> I want that too. To not remember mm-hmm. anything. I want him to be so confused. He <laughs> just walks around like, hi, Coleman, I mean, Coleman Wasserman. Hi, I think nice it'd be cool you. if he like came back, but they all thought that he was like done or, you know, mm-hmm. and he is like secretly kind of conniving. And then like at the end of the next season, he comes back and had this huge like plan. Like in a, like a lair, you and know? See. That'd like, be fun. Yeah. Is he playing piano or is that yeah. a keyboard? What was that? Yeah, because his face got halfway <laughs> burnt off. And, playing Chopin. <laughs> but yeah, and as the soap watcher, I'm like, that's a great idea. <laughs> Abby. I'm like, oh my God. Face burnt <laughs> off <laughs> playing yeah, Chopin. I'm going to get little pretty little wires with it. Yeah. I actually, um, I randomly uh, said to a coworker today that watches Unreal, because it was the only person at work I could like talk about it with, because she was really into it too. And I said, I was like, how funny would it be next season if Coleman and Hot Rachel came back as, like, scary ghosts? <laughs> she was like, no. <laughs> That's I don't not think the show. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, you you know, we've yeah. all had amazing interactions about the show, all the fans this so season, good. so we really appreciate it. Let's get into some quick predictions for mm-hmm. next season, because we know there will be one. Oh. There will be one. Yeah. Another season. Yeah. At least one more. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think, of course there will be predictions. There will be at least four here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
Uh, so I think that Coleman will be alive, and I think he's going to have some sort of brain injury. That's what, mm. I, I'm just hoping for that, so I'm going to predict it. No offense. It's okay. <laughs> and it's okay. I also think they're go- finally going to do the Bachelorette thing. Yeah, I think there'll be a girl suitor for sure, but I, I think Coleman's going to be alive, but I, I think he's going to be okay. But I think that he's going to have trouble proving what he's trying to say because definitely since Rachel has they have the thing that he was like a fraud with his documentary because now I think hot Rachel's dead so who else is gonna Jeremy's not gonna help him out so I think he'll try but he'll have no success in doing that but I think he's gonna like try until he can't try anymore um as for the rest I'm glad that the four crew I love how they ended it the same way they ended season one with Quinn and Rachel laying on the chairs I love how they did it with Chet and Jeremy yeah um because I think they're all going to kind of work together and be a team like the family's back together yeah I do see that the family's back together and they'll be a team and I actually think that Tiffany will be the bachelorette um, just because her story's not done. And for Coleman, I do think he'll be in a coma for a while. But just because I said I'm so botcher and they do that. <laughs> but Totally show your colors there. Is. And, um, trapped in a well. Yeah. I don't know why he's in a well, but he's down a well. That was Justin Soap. <laughs> oh, was it? Evil yeah. twin. You know, you know. Yeah, exactly. Coleman could have an evil twin, but I feel like he's going to find the producer, and I can't remember her name from season one that killed Mary. Shia. Yeah, Shia. Shia. Yeah, I think He'll, if he gets out of his coma, he'll go Track find her. her. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because she'll right. have the goods. That's a Forgot good idea. About her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the writers need to watch this mm. because I think that would be a great mm. idea. We mm. had uh, Aileen on last year, Elsmar, who mm. plays Shia, and she was amazing. So I would love to see her back. I Okay, so I've read all these articles that, you know, some of the writers are like, oh, yeah, Coleman was killed. Yeah. But I don't trust anything they say. Yeah. I feel like it's too easy if he died. Yeah. 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 And I would love the thing that, you know, he comes back like, oh, I'm wounded. There's something wrong with me. now. I'm hurt. But he's just like, <laughs> like maybe he'll even like pretend to be in a wheelchair or something and like be walking around and just be like, you know. You guys are so fun. You guys, this is great. I, wow. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. Were you finished? Were you finished? No, Keep I was going. just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're a little weird, but um, it's uh, mm. what we think about. I love, I love, like a, Kaiser Soze in a wheelchair sort of thing. That's oh, yeah, that would be yeah, awesome. Wheelchair, that's... Great ideas. I honestly, I, I just, I'm kind of boring. I thought, oh, he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I guess, honestly, I don't imagine them wanting to go through, like, the the, the legalities, like, all that. I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like they'll want a clean break. I don't know. This is based on nothing other than... Um, you know my imagination of it because really nobody know nobody knows what season three is going to be right now, um, so I don't know. I just don't think I don't know. I don't. I also don't think there will be a female suitor. You don't really or a, a batch. I don't think they'll do that just because I think it's more interesting to watch females interact. Compete. True. Guys yeah. are just boring. That's yeah, that's true. true. How do I feel about the real like Bachelorette? Because yeah. I, it's like, nah. And then when it's the Bachelor season, like all these crazy girls. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, making hot Rachel shit her pants this season will be like every week for the guys. <laughs> yeah. They'll just yeah. be like making. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, and they could we... do the gay storyline where they suspect two guys are you know making out with each other like they did on. I don't watch that, but I, I remember know. seeing previews sure. about yeah, something that's, like that. That's, that's, I don't they know. Could, they could swing it. In yeah. A way. But hopefully, hopefully we don't have to wait. 
too long, even though I feel like we'll have to wait a yeah. while for yeah. season three. Only ten episodes. But guys, those of you, you're watching this six months from now, it's okay. Still comment. Mm. We're probably still going to want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm still yeah. mad about loss. If you guys want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> talk to her about comic books, like whatever. <laughs> it's fine. You can just talk to me about your feelings and probably these ladies too. All about your feelings. Yeah. yeah. And um, thank you so much, Michael. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you for being I, here. You're welcome. Thanks for being such fans of the show. Sorry we're such weirdos. Uh, <laughs> I love it. No one's weird here. No one's weird. Michael, where can everyone find you online to follow you? And stuff? Uh, I am on, I'm at Rady Michael on Twitter and Michael J. Rady on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. I'm Abby Vega. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And I'm Lucretia Lyons. You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And don't forget, of course, to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms and me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43, Twitter and Instagram online at samdavidsonentertainment.com and since this is the last episode of the season you can follow me on Snapchat now that is samdavidson25 if you want to see me with weird filters on my face (laughs) we will see you next season and please continue to talk to us if you have thoughts about the show thanks guys Bye. bye goodbye from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.